From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents the Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Dan Donovan. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from Michael and Kate Burke from Pewaukee, Wisconsin. This Mass is offered for healing, forgiveness, peace, and joy in marriages and families. On behalf of all who are participating in this celebration, our thanks to Michael and Kate for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Today we're commemorating St. Cyril and Methodius, ninth century brothers and missionaries in Eastern Europe. They worked to make the liturgy and scripture available to the people in their own language. John Paul II declared them, along with St. Benedict, patrons of Europe. Let us now acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who enlightened the Slavic peoples through the brothers St. Cyril and Methodius, grant that our hearts may grasp the words of your teaching and perfect us as a people of one accord in true faith and right confession. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter of James. From James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion, greetings. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, consider it nothing but joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you is lacking in wisdom, ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given you. But ask in faith, never doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind, for the doubter, being double-minded and unstable in every way, must not expect to receive anything from the Lord." Let the believer who is lowly boast in being raised up, and the rich in being brought low, because the rich will disappear like a flower in the field. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the field. Its flower falls and its beauty perishes. It is the same way with the rich. In the midst of a busy life, they will wither away. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Oh 
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. The Pharisees came to Jesus and began to argue with him, asking him for a sign from heaven to test him. And he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation ask for a sign? Truly, I tell you, no sign will be given to this generation. And he left them, and getting into the boat again, he went across to the other side. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. The first reading at Daily Mass this week and next is taken from one of the lesser known of the books of the New Testament, the letter of James. The author is, in all probability, a Jewish Christian, someone who's steeped in the Jewish tradition and who has come to faith in Jesus as the Messiah or Christ. The letter is addressed to the 12 tribes of the dispersion. The reference to the Jewish is to the Jewish diaspora, the result of the dispersal over several centuries of large numbers of the Jewish people due to various, to various parts of the Near and Middle East. The result was that by the time of Jesus, there were more Jews outside of the Holy Land than in it. The mention here of the 12 tribes is symbolic. The writer is addressing communities of Jewish Christians who have grown up in villages and cities around the Eastern Mediterranean. The letter contains a number of relatively short sayings, as well as some more developed arguments about moral, legal, and spiritual issues that were important to the life of the church. Many of James's concerns are similar to what we find in the Jewish wisdom tradition, a tradition which flourished in the centuries immediately preceding the time of Jesus. Biblical wisdom tends to be a practical thing with a particular focus on helping people live moral and productive lives. Books like the book of Proverbs are full of suggestions of what is involved in becoming a good mother or father, wife or husband. It encourages children and the young to accept discipline and to avoid the people and occasions that would lead them astray. Wisdom is different from other kinds of knowledge in that it is based not on mathematics and abstract thinking, but on experience and reflection on it. It is something we ordinarily associate with people who've lived a certain length of time and who have garnered a broad range of experience. 
The readings from James today, tomorrow and Thursday, contain a series of eight sayings or proverbs, the first of which we heard a moment ago. It's evocative of something many of us share. Whenever you face trials or temptations or tests, James says, consider it nothing but joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. Christian life, like all life, James reminds us, involves growth. Real growth, especially moral and spiritual growth, is not always easy. Certainly not something that one can take for granted. It involves time and effort. And the kind of testing to which James here refers, on the moral level, we can be and often are tested in a multiplicity of ways, from issues of justice and sexuality to family or work-related responsibilities. Giving in in small ways to what we know to be wrong in any of these areas can lead to more serious failures. Confronting and overcoming moral and spiritual tests as the opposite effect, it helps us to become stronger in our convictions and in our sense of who we are and what we are called to be. What is true of morality is also true of spirituality, true of our faith life. The lives of most of the great saints are marked by temptations and tests in regard to their faith. John of the Cross coined a phrase that describes not only his own experience, but that of many others. He speaks of the dark night of the soul. There are times for most of us, he says, when God seems to disappear from our life to the point that we wonder whether he exists at all, or if he does, whether he cares about us, our lives, and our world. The light in which our life at one time seemed to be bathed disappears gradually or suddenly, leaving us feeling abandoned and alone. James argues that such moments present us with opportunities for growth. The testing of your faith, he says, produces endurance, which for him is a key to a serious moral and spiritual life. Another word for what James is talking about is commitment. It is only if we remain committed to a person, a project, or a good work that we are able to become, as he puts it, mature and complete, lacking nothing. Commitment, when tested, can be deepened and made stronger. In a well-known passage in the letter to the Ephesians, Paul speaks of Christian life and of the growth that is so central to it. The gifts that are given to us, he says, are for the building up of the body of Christ until all of us come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to maturity, to the measure of the full stature of Christ. We must no longer be children, he adds, tossed to and fro and blown about by the every wind of doctrine, but speaking the truth in love, we must grow up in every way into Christ. 
Paul echoes James when he speaks of the importance of endurance. It is something we have to develop if we are to have any realistic hope of becoming the kind of people God so clearly is calling us to be. We know that suffering produces endurance, Paul says, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us. James encourages those of us who are lacking in wisdom, something that is true of some degree of all of us, to ask God for an increase of it. And he adds, God who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly will give it to you. James is mentioned here of wisdom as the gift of God and Paul's relating of endurance to God's love poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit had an explicitly Christian note to our efforts to grow morally and spiritually. Such growth leads to maturity in Christ. Faith in God and in what God has done for us in Christ can make an enormous difference when we face challenges of whatever kind, sickness and death, misunderstanding and rejection, conflict in the family, poverty. Endurance sometimes means a little more than holding on, not giving up. At other times, it comes more easily, above all when it is accompanied by a sense of God's presence in our life. Among the many images for God in the Old Testament, some emphasize what might be called his strength, his solidity, his ability to ground our life and the life of the world. Psalm 18 declares, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. He is the rock on whom I take refuge, my shield, my strength. Any real sense of God in us, enables us to confront and overcome the inevitable challenges that are part of life, whether they be physical, psychological, job-related, or spiritual. He is the rock on which we stand and against which we lean. The rock, Jesus says, on which we can build our lives and which enables us to endure and to win out with God's help over all that might overwhelm us. Let us now in faith and trust present before God our needs. For all those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those who are suffering in mind, body, or spirit, that they may find relief and healing through Christ, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For children, especially those who are suffering physically, psychologically, or socially from the COVID-19 pandemic, let us pray to the Lord. For peace in our hearts, in our families, and in our world, let us pray to the Lord. That we might be instruments for one another of God's love, compassion, and mercy, let us pray to the Lord. Gracious God, we ask you to hear and grant these prayers, as well as the more personal ones that each one of us has in his or her own heart. All this we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. the mingling of this water and wine become partakers of his divinity became partaker of our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours might be made acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice Look, O Lord, upon these offerings which we bring before your majesty in commemoration of Saints Cyril and Methodius, and grant that these gifts may become the sign of a new humanity reconciled to you in loving charity through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as on the festival of Saints Cyril and Methodius, you bid your church rejoice, so too you strengthen her by the example of their holy life, teach her by their words of preaching, and keep her safe in answer to their prayers. And so with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. 
the mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope of the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not upon our sins, but upon the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And let us offer one another the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. O God, Father of all nations, who make us sharers in the one bread and the one spirit and heirs of the eternal banquet, grant in your kindness on this feast day of St. Cyril and Methodius that the multitude of your children persevering in the same faith may be united in building up the kingdom of justice and peace through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. invite you to pray with us as part of the Daily TV Mass community. Our daily devotional email connects you with a link to the day's Mass and a spiritual reflection. To join, please visit our website or call our office at 1-888-383-6277 for more information.